going on, everybody? And welcome back to the Useless Knowledge Podcast. I am your host, Casey. And as always, I am joined by Arthur. And this is our Valentine's special. So happy Valentine's Day, everybody that is listening. I actually brought some stuff this time. I have Valentine here, the Shout Blu-ray. Of course, I have Host that I just got on Blu-ray. And as I told you, I have the... (laughs) <laughs> Valentine's Day card from Darcy in the last drive-in, which we can open up later. But today we are going to talk about, since I brought it, we are going to talk about, what is this, 1996? 19... When did this come out again? Are you talking about Valentine? Yeah, Valentine. 2001. 2001. Yes. It's 20 Two, years. 20... Oh, my God. 2001. A, a horror film that pretty much mimics the exact slight formula of scream it definitely is a scream era film outside of the scream era era basically uh which has a killer wearing a cupid mask and always has a nosebleed whenever something happens and so of course uh little background on it it was well of the story there is a, I believe it's, is it high school or middle school? They were young. It's sixth grade. Sixth grade. So sixth grade Valentine's Day dance. One of the nerdy kids was going around asking everybody if they wanted to dance. And they said, no. What was, okay, what's his name again? I, I did not get up to, it's Milton. Jeremy it? Milton. Jeremy Milton. So he was asking everybody if they wanted to dance. They all said no, except for one. And they made out underneath the bleachers and then claimed that he grabbed her. So all the boys beat him up. And then since he claimed he grabbed her, they sent him off to boarding school, never saw him again. And then years and years later, a masked killer is mowing them all down one by one while leaving awesome Valentine's Day notes and delicious chocolates, as we would get to later in the movie. This was your first time viewing this, wasn't it, Arthur? It was. I have some funny, I have a funny dialogue for this movie. I'm not going to lie. So I saw this preview. This is 2001. So I was a sophomore in high school. Wow, I'm old. So a sophomore in high school, I see this trailer because it, it, it's a, I believe it's Dimension Films, right? Or is the Dimension Horror Era. So I believe it may have been. Yes. Uh, I'm not positive. I'm not positive. Opening Warner Brothers and Village Roadshow picture logos are red, so. Okay. So not this much. was, yeah, not to mention, but this is definitely a dimension style. Any horror movie at this time would always catch my attention. Uh, in high school, living in Connecticut, not really much to do in the mean streets of Connecticut. So I just <laughs> saw a lot of movies and I saw this trailer. And I thought, oh, my God, this is going to be the next scream right here. This is it. I remember oh, I was like, I got to see this opening weekend. I never see movies opening weekend because I don't like the crowds. But I was like, I need to see this because I don't want to get spoiled. Blah, 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 blah. I go. We go to a slightly earlier show. I'm with my dad. But I wanted to get there earlier so we could sit in the middle and get good viewing of the screen. Because my dad, who fell asleep when the trailer started, does not care where the hell we sat because he was just <laughs> going to fall asleep anyways. There's nobody in this movie theater. And I was like, 
I was like, no way. It was like me, him, and maybe two other people. And I want to say maybe. It could have been just one guy. And so the same thing happened with Blair Witch 2 Book of Shadows. And I loved this movie to the point where there was a record store. I love to say record store because those don't really exist too, too much anymore. Outside of this movie theater. And I bought the soundtrack to it because I just I loved everything about it. I loved the mask. I loved the art. I love it was just I enjoy this movie, but let, let's let's sort of dive more into it. But I do like the, the whole I had to get there early and there was literally nobody there. So, yes. <laughs> yeah, the the rush might still be on for this one. <laughs> it's I, you know, I it's kind of funny when I watched uh, Urban Legend for the first time, like in October, when I got done watching it, I was like, you know, I like that. I like that a lot. What else did this guy do? And that led me to Valentine. And I had seen the Shout Factory Blue, but I, I never really knew anything about it because I'd forgotten all about the trailers for it. And I'm sure I registered them at some level when they came when it came out. But I was like, okay, so this director, which I enjoyed this movie, had, did a slasher with Denise Richards in it? I, and immediately I added it to my next order of, you know, Shout Factory stuff. So I... <laughs> I it was one I would not want to have missed. And had I been paying more attention or not been as busy in college, I would have been, you know, the third person in a theater where I'm at or something. So and though people can't see it, I just want to say I have respect for the hat you're wearing, sir. Oh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Sock hat from Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania. Groundhogs all around. Exactly. It's beautiful. Uh, yes. The director just rejoined Twitter for the Valentine uh, 21 or 20 year anniversary to say like happy anniversary. And I remember I, I said something like, Oh, I saw this opening day. I had to this. I, th I think I saw it like two or three times in theaters. Even it was again, and then rented it a bunch when it was on. I, th I would still think VHS at that point, maybe there's plenty of substance and it's fun. So it's got all those little check boxes for stuff that I consider rewatchable. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, I've never gone back and watched, I know what you did last summer a second time, I have. you know, it, it was, <laughs> I mean, and, and I probably <laughs> want to at some point, but it was, it was one of those ones where I watched it. I was like, okay, I saw it, you know, but like this one, I was, I was, I went ahead and looped it again, you know, yesterday, uh, before, cause, uh, kind of double dipped on this one for podcasts this week. Uh, it's okay. I'm not going to try to cover a lot of the same ground. Uh, but we, we covered it in mind too, cause I, I wanted to see it and I wanted to review it cause you know, it is 20 years and all that. So, um, I've watched it twice in the last four days and you know, it's, it's a good time. That there's, is, that's a good amount of time there, to watch it. There's a couple little spots where it stretches out a little too much, but there's enough like unique locations with fun little bits and the kills are meaty enough that you just. It, it keeps going through. So it's exactly how I want a movie like this to go. What did you think of Denise Richards eating cereal? <laughs> so I had to pay attention more the second time because that's your bag. Yes. Uh, you know, go ahead. I, you know, paint the picture first and then I'll, I'll weigh in. So this is this is actually the scene where they get their the chocolates. Actually, this is when the chocolates happen and they get the gift uh, Denise Richards and the other character who I can't really name off the top of my head. They are <laughs> getting ready to eat these chocolates, but Denise Richards is just eating cereal from a bowl. 
so casually, but if you look at the spoon, there's nothing on that spoon. So he is, she is just pure acting, and she's not even acting out chewing or anything. So she's just talking and dead staring at the camera or whatever she's looking at, and then just putting in an empty spoonful. I didn't even key in on that. I was just thought you were making fun of her posture. No, her uh, posture's yeah. hilarious too. She's like sitting straight, like perfect posture for serious. Honestly, eating. okay. Did you, you watch Scream Queens, right? No. You never watched Scream Queens? I never watched Scream Queens. Oh, it's so much fun. I've heard. I've heard. Oh, it's so much fun. I've got to think she's basically a former Chanel and she's <laughs> just enjoying her afternoon air. And so, like, you know, miming the process of eating it is part of the thing. I, you know, I'm going to say it's not even a choice. Like, that's just what she, her character would be doing in that scene. Mm -hmm. It's so, so funny because it looks like a commercial for like cereal because she's like you said, the posture's there and it's just eating perfect. Look, man, Not that was a period of time where even when she was a uh, nuclear physicist, Denise could do no wrong for me. She so. could do. Yeah. No, I love Denise Richards, so I'm fine. But then, of course, the chocolates, you bite into them and there's maggots and bugs inside these disgusting chocolates, which is a waste of chocolate. So highest offender of killers at this point for wasting chocolate most likely in my true book. and so let's talk about how that would be pulled off because real box i mean we got to paint the picture for the people like you know valentine shows up uh beauty is only roses are red violets are blue or what was it did it just start off with beauty is only skin deep you are what you eat was the yes. inside so Inside the chocolates, once the person bit into them, yeah, there's maggots in there, you know, a la Lost Boys or something. So the question is, you know, chocolates, professional-looking chocolates, I don't think that's an easy look to do. Did our killer take the time? There's two options here. Did the killer take a confectioner's class and make their <laughs> own, you know, chocolates and keep those in? And again, you'd have to... You wouldn't want to bake them. Or I guess is the easier move. Do you find like a pet shop? And is there like fly larvae you can buy? <laughs> and you can implant maggots in there and you just timed it out? Did he work on this for a couple of years and like figure out like, oh, okay, they're going to be the right size at, you at know, this time on February 12th. If I start November 13th or something, you know, like. What, which way do you think those got in there? So if we're talking about Milton, if it's Milton is the kill killer, which is, is obviously the, the one who was Milton. bullied in the beginning. Milton. Milton, yes, Jeremy Milton. He had many years to learn many new trades inside of whatever school they sent him to after. He could easily take those chocolates, cut the bottom off, hollow them out, and then just dip it in chocolate after. As a person who is a chef and I did go to culinary school, it is easy to replicate those chocolates, actually. Okay. They do have molds, so. Even it with is the possible. little waves and things? Okay. Yeah, because, I, I mean, if he made those chocolates from hand, I mean, it, it's... Obviously, YouTube didn't exist back then, but it's something that's as easy as just pouring chocolate over a mold and stuff like that. But if he took regular chocolates and just sliced there was the a lot of cooking on iFilm, and I think iFilm would have been around. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> he probably had just to take a class. weekend course. Yeah. Yes. He, just, he was in class with me while I took my chocolatier class, which I never took, actually. So, don't. I did get to try many different levels of chocolate, and one that I thought was white chocolate, but it was just plain cocoa butter, and it was disgusting. So, but yeah, so it, it, 
I never thought about that, but that is a legit question. Like, how the hell did he get those in there? <laughs> There's but, a lot of funny, like, did he take some quick, ch- or let's let's say he or she until we, you know, pull the veil you. on that part of it. But did they, uh, you know, take like a magician's quick change course and like all sorts of little skills, um, archery, uh, you know, like there's a lot of, lot of, lot of skills a lot of stuff by going the on there. Yeah. Killer. And even, even more so if we dip to the end, not to say the end part, but well, we, he, I mean, you just have to set the stage when you're about to. Or whatever, yeah. So basically, do you want to get to, do you want to talk about the end or do you want to, well, what, where are you going with this? What are you, I was going to say his skills of tracking people. Cause that house is quite large. That's the largest. It's, it like I mean, if you think Scream, Stu Stu had a huge house in Scream. That house was beautiful. That house is nowhere near the size of this castle that they were in. No, this is a mansion. That was a house. That know. was a house. Was a, yes. Even so, even an older house with many rooms. This is a mansion. This is this is a, a house. Beautiful hot tub. A beautiful hot tub that has a ro- was a rose garden right next to it and everything, mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, I love that house. And then of course there's the basement with. The, there's a lot of rooms in that house. Mm-hmm. So let's let's build up to, to a little bit more. So the main character has a boyfriend who is, of course, uh, Angel from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Of course, we're all going to fall in love with him, no matter how much of a recovering or non-recovering alcoholic he is. Which, of course, is their one problem is he's always an alcoholic. He's an alcoholic. He gets crazy. And, of course... If he's an alcoholic, he gets crazy, and there's crazy killings around. Guess who's suspect number one? So, I did like the his. I don't remember his. What is his name again? I just call him Angel because he's just Angel at this point. Yeah, I Adam Carr, but yeah, I would just call him Angel. Or it's Bore, just Angel. I just Boreans or whatever. He was good. He was yeah. actually very. I I've only watched him. I think in this and Buffy. And I was never the biggest Buffy guy, but he was he was surprisingly really good in this. And so it was something where I was kind of surprised uh, even more of a career didn't bud from this movie. But this movie, yeah, there's an interesting thing going on in this movie because. So we have our flashback to sixth grade, right? And Mm -hmm. so you have a pretty good idea that this kid will wind up being the grown up killer. You know, you could always do some sort of flip in a movie like this, but you know, it shows him in sixth grade with his nose bleeding and the first kill you get off the bat, you've got, you know, a little bit of nose blood coming out of the mask. So it's, it, the movie isn't built around like who is it's, you know, who has he become, you know, and who's going to die next uh, type of thing. So one of the things that you have to do, if that's your case, is you can't have, um, you know, we've got a core of what, because one of the girls dies quick. We've got a core of three girls after that, or four. four. Uh, I guess four. Another one exits pretty quickly after that. Yeah. Um, you know, in a typical slasher, you'd have probably multiple significant others hanging around that everybody knows. But because you have to have a mystery backstory on the killer, you've only got one long-term boyfriend in the mix. You've got Denise Richards, who obviously kind of channels through him. You've got Dorothy, who's never really had a boyfriend. Um, and then you've got, 
Lily, who's got just random art gallery guy. <laughs> um, and so that, that does a different kind of dynamic on that. So uh, Angel has to kind of carry the the load harder, I think, of being a suspect, but not a suspect than you would if there was, say, like, you know, three three guys or so in the mix when you know there's a male killer or something like that. So he he really had to, you know, kind of do some gymnastics, I feel like, with the part more than you would in, in the typical slasher youth dynamic. I know these are not college yeah, kids not, right yeah, after college won't. kids but it's mid-20s so it still fits fits the program so I, I thought that was an interesting uh problem and i thought they addressed it correctly you, you still have to get the other girls around some creepy possible suspects so you throw them in speed dating you've got which was um, very some suspect too. short-term boyfriends you've got some you know some odd ducks that you have to mix in there just to give a different set of the usual suspects so there wasn't even though there's an overall formula that of course you follow um there was some definite formula differences in this one i thought i liked i i like the art gallery i can set up the art gallery Yo, the art gallery is awesome yes so there's this whole art gallery as we said i think it's lily is the one who is her boyfriend is this weird artist and it's this whole exhibit where you walk through and it's sort of a maze, but boys on one side, girls on the other. It's Valentine's, so you're trying to find your, I guess, your date or your Valentine for that day. And so you're going through and it's basically like a maze of TVs with like blinking eyes and of erotic lips. mind control. Yes, what the erotic mind, mind control. What do you want to do? What do you want to do? What turns you on? What do you want to do? Sex. You know, it's, yeah, it's, it was both hilarious and awesome. And yes. I'm just like, how many TVs? What was the TV budget? You know, uh, and then to have the sliding things though. How, why, what was the point of that? Even in the, th obviously it's the point is to set up the killer with the, her being trapped with the TVs and just him. But yeah. why even set that up? That's uh, I, because I'm it did artist. feel like a modern art gallery sex trap. I mean, the artist was kind of a creep. So yes. I think he de I think he had his daytime uh, exhibit, and I think he had his bring someone by after hours exhibit. You That's know, true. and get him surrounded by a bunch of mind control. What do you want to do? You, you know, what turns you on? And stuff like is it? You just kind of wall him in. Perfect soulmate or something. It's like, yeah. what is it? This you're perfect. So I, I think he's creepy and I think it's his creepy place. So, and then that is there's where the archery people, comes in. Yeah. The, wait, before we get to that, there's several people in this movie who, even if they're not the main killer, they're terrible people, creeps, and possibly also killers. Like we could talk about the, the date at the beginning of the movie. Like I think that guy was probably it Ted. Was it no, his name? the Jason, Jason. Oh, oh yeah. Jason likes that. Yeah. <laughs> the, that guy, in my opinion, and I tried, you know, I said I'm not going to try to repeat too much stuff, uh, but I feel like he's definitely at least killed something. He <laughs> definitely know, killed more his than a bug. in the beginning with Catherine yeah. Heigl. The beautiful Catherine Heigl. That was a very young, just kind of getting popular Catherine Heigl, too, actually. Yeah. It was peak. Before um, I start one movie, and now I'm going to torch my TV role, Catherine Heigl. <laughs> I just watched Knocked Up not too long ago. That's fine. Yeah. I 
so yeah, so then the archery came in and he killed Lily with the, the bow and arrow, which was great. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was really cool looking. Um, very miss. Everybody goes missing. Where is he putting these bodies? Obviously, Catherine Heigl's body was found, but where did San Francisco? There's dumpsters. Like, I don't think anybody's yeah. asking many questions. It's a big That's... city. It is a big city. There's a lot of hills. There's a lot of areas that smell anyway. Like, just... <laughs> I, I like San Francisco, but there's I do just, too. There's just... It's kind of funky at times. Like, So, what do, we, what do we get on to? Do you want to get to the end part? No, let's... I what mean, we... like, talk about that first kill, man. Okay, so... Oh, yeah. That's awesome. The, the first Heigl kill is kill? very, very awesome. Catherine Heigl is a nurse. Or, no, she's... She's in school. She's getting ready to become. She's a, doing an autopsy. She's in some form of med school. Yes. You know, she's in, like, so she goes on a date with Jason, who. Refers to himself third person. Yes. Who refers to himself in the third person, which is great. And he shows up again, obviously, later. Catherine Heigl goes back to the hospital or the, the school to to perform this autopsy, to practice or, or whatever it is she's doing. And. Right when she goes to cut the body, it takes a breath, which I I don't do autopsies. I'm going to only assume based mm-hmm. off of bordello of blood that does not happen. So right. it's it's frowned upon. It's frowned upon if they're still breathing. Usually I just watch my boyfriend's back and then they're when they he discovers the dead body. Well, your heart's not your heart rate is not as high as I'd want it to be. In fact, it's not really on at all is <laughs> very funny. Uh and so then begins the suspenseful of her running away. Someone's coming after her, so she has to hide. And there's just this room of bodies in these black bags. And he just decides, okay, or he or she just decides, going to just stab away. Starts stabbing, stabbing, nothing. Unzips, there's Catherine Heigl. Boom. I think he slits her throat, yeah. too, right? Yes, grabs her. Well, he doesn't actually wind up stabbing her. He does the unzip, you know. Yes. Because he's gotten her just so worked up from stabbing the other ones that. Yeah, you could see. You could clearly yeah. see it would her. And so slices the throat. Boom, Valentine. Very good opening kill, actually. It was very uh, Scream-esque, obviously. If you want to think of Scream, I want to say Catherine Heigl would have been maybe the most popular of actors of this time. What? On the lineup. She no, Denise. Is Denise Richards that Heigl big? Of... Heigl didn't have much going on yet at that point, did she? Did she? I don't. Two thousand one. Not... I don't think so. I don't see anything. She was Jade and Bride of Chucky two years see? ago. There you I go. I don't think she's. I mean, Under Siege two, but I don't think people knew her from that. I don't think she really had a name till the uh, medical show or whatever she was on. Um, what was her TV show? The uh... Is it Grey's Anatomy or something? I thought so. Yeah, there it is. Okay. Yeah, I've never watched Grey's Anatomy. I just when you say medical show, I, I assumed it's either no. that. Oh, or... so it was Denise, man. Like Denise and uh, Boreans were the two names on this movie. I think I I mean maybe because I look back now and I think Catherine Heigl became very very famous and infamous at times. So I thought maybe she would have been like. So let's the go down the. Let's go down her her resume. Okay. Bond girl at this point. Hmm. Uh, Starship Troopers. Yes. Dropped Gorgeous, which would be below the radar, but love. I like that. Uh, I, I did see like Wild Things. Wild Things put her on the True. map. True. You know, That's a big true. time. Um, I forget how much I loved Denise Richards back then. 
Now that I'm thinking, now that you just went over all know. those movies, I saw all of them. So no, but she's front and center on the poster. She was the one that was selling it with Angel. Uh, the you know there was there was definitely a pecking order at that point, and Denise was the was the queen bee. I think it's funny. So have you watched those features on the shout? Uh, Not yet. I'm do, uh, so <laughs> I I've been saving myself because I've never seen it on Blu-ray. I've only seen it on um, VHS, DVD, or I like I downloaded it or something like that. But now I have the Blu-ray, so I'm saving it for Valentine's Day on Sunday. Good. There's oh, great fun. interviews on there with the the you know different cast members. Uh, you know our final girl. There's a there's a bit on you know we're interview with her and she's talking about how much fun it is to film on location. And she mentioned, she was like, you know, you're there together. You're all friends, you know, me and Denise and, you know, probably Jessica. She's like, so oh, we're all having so much fun. I kept noticing, like, they, nobody ever really referenced Catherine Heigl. Catherine and Heigl. I don't know. I don't know. So to be fair to her, she's the first kill. She may not have interacted with the cast in general. Yeah. But just she could have been gone based on where some of her career wound up, where it seemed like she wasn't as fun to work with. Again, mm -hmm. I don't know people personally, and you know whatever's here saying I don't want to mischaracterize someone, uh, but I just keyed into that. So I think that could be one of two things: either the bit that they were all there together that wasn't fun, or they just weren't all there together. Like, yeah. I, and I think, you know, like it was one of those things where my ears perked up, but I, I logic through it. I think it, I think it's a non thing, and it's kind of silly to bring it up, but to like. I, I would have to think she just wasn't on set with everybody. I'd but. say, I mean, now looking back, like, cause obviously the, the stories we've heard and people saying she's very difficult and stuff like that, it wouldn't surprise me. But at the same time, I do think that it's, she was on there for the opening kill and then out and then went so. on to do whatever else she did after this. So, so sorry if there was any mischaracterization. I, I don't think she's listening to this, but if she is, hello, Catherine. Hagler, how are you? <laughs> You're Big one of fans. Ten. <laughs> um yes. no so okay so we've got our the the kill there where the you know in the mortuary thing that was pretty tight we had the uh the bow and arrow uh throw me your thoughts on uh neighbor gary i i liked neighbor gary i think when you said i don't think you said dragged on but there were some things i thought his death maybe was a little too long in the tooth I don't know. It was. It just seemed. It, I was fine with his death completely. I mean, he was a creepy guy, but it seemed like there was a lot of time given to that one. So, but I did. I. He I was think so it was too funny. much. He. It was. You know, there's a couple loose ends you had to. I. I. I don't know. I thought it was fun. So yeah, the thing. You know, plenty of people in these movies have had creepy neighbors, but not mm -hmm. ones that. You know. Break in. No. Well, rhyme your name a bunch when they're hitting on you and. You know, want to date Kate? Want to date you know, Kate? You're scary, Gary. You know, and stuff like that. But just for him, when he's about to die, going, I'm sorry, I'm not well. I'm oh, not well. God. <laughs> <laughs> there's just, there's some really odd parts to this movie that are, that are wonderful. Like, it's delightfully odd. But, like, having your creep just go, like, I'm sorry, I'm not well. <laughs> yeah, that's we could true. be great. And you got an iron to the face. And he got the iron to the face. But, yeah, he broke in and... uh was sniffing her underwear drawer, which he was already creepy with the rhyming, so he did not really need to step it up, but he stepped it up pretty hard on that one and ended up getting ironed out. But it's okay, because uh, at least his face wasn't wrinkly. <laughs> there's a wrinkle in the plot? No. Uh, so, all right, yeah, take it, take, it, take it to the end. Let's, let's get to the big house. There's a, 
Of course, this kind of picked up, I think, like February 12th, and now we've got to get to our Valentine party that I guess Dorothy, who had no friends, is able to get a bunch of people over to her house for. Um, Didn't they have, like, spotlights in the front, too? It was a part. Yeah, it was huge. <laughs> it was it was pretty legit. I almost wonder if it's not like she just put a couple flyers out at the college in town or something. I'm sure. I mean, I don't. I don't know, because the parties I have are me on Twitter talking to people about the movies I'm watching. Maybe but... her exclusive gym. Maybe she passed around flyers yes. there. Of Maybe course, it was a couple her stepmother in... who passed around those things. Her young stepmother. Yeah. <laughs> so this house, is, like we said, it's not a house. It, it's it's just barely a mansion because it's a castle. This, this place is huge. And as the scream sort of formula mixed as it always ends up at a big party. This party was huge. As I said, I'm pretty sure I'll, I'll be watching it again and I'll confirm pretty sure there was like spotlights outside of the house, which for just a random get to what it was supposed to be a random get together turned a into this party, huge Valentine's party. And this house is filled Every single room had people dancing, had people drinking, had people going crazy. Nothing but debauchery in this place. So obviously it was going to be a feeding frenzy. And of course, the first to go in this feeding frenzy was our friend Denise Richards in the awesome Hot Tub Kill. Which, go ahead. Well, the first of our main characters, I think the... The boyfriend. Yeah. I mean, the boyfriend and then the ex-girlfriend of that boyfriend. I think she ate the uh, glass in the shower. Yes, you're that, right. That was pretty wicked. Um, yeah, and then, yeah, the Denise Richards hot tub death scene. And again, like, I want to go back to the special features. I don't you know, I don't know of other movies that have little retrospectives, you know, like 18, 19 years later with Denise. And that was, that was a treat. She's got a 10 or 15 minute interview looking fondly back on it. Mm -hmm. You know, there's not enough follow up with Denise Richards. There was the, she showed up on 30 rock, uh, on the episodes, idiots are people two and idiots are people three, um, to, she was like a spokesperson for idiots everywhere. Um, but I, it's kind of fun. I would like to see her get interviewed. Like, I don't think they, I, I guess I should look at my starship troopers, commentary on the 4k and see if she shows up on there but it was nice to see her look at something like this fondly and she talked about the setting up of the death there and you know she wanted to just kind of feel it like she's like i didn't want to you don't want to do much rehearsal for this you want to kind of react and she's like there is danger there because the water but at the same time you know you're working with them so she's like i was really proud of that and i thought that was cool it's fun to hear you know, people in movies like this that can sometimes, you know, this one, it feels like is getting some of its due um, and getting some of the love again. I've definitely the last couple of weeks on Twitter seen it float around quite a bit. And I'm hoping it gains than, like the cult classic following is what yeah, I'm going it's, for. It's nice to see people who are in it embrace it like that, because there's always the opportunity to be bitter if you were you know, the one at the front of the poster and it didn't do as well or something like that. And you could be mm-hmm. like, I don't want to be associated with Valentine, but it, it was, it was cool. She, you know, she enjoyed the experience and she, you know, I, I read someone's tweet the other day that was, and you don't have to sell me on Denise. Like I'm a huge drop dead gorgeous fan. 
I'm a huge Starship Troopers fan. Like I, she's just fantastic. But like someone was like, she's a cult icon. Like she's mm-hmm. in so many little cult movies, you know, that if, between those, you know, four and probably, you know, one or two more I'm not thinking of, but Oh, Tammy and the T-Rex. That was the other one. Yes. Tammy and the T-Rex. You know, I have not she, seen that movie. Oh, dude. I know. I know uh, all about it. It's I fantastic. It, I know. It's going to, it's, it's going to be one of my watches probably next week. But anyway, I like, I, so I don't know if you want to describe this one as much, but like, I really like the composition of this scene. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been this thing with her character, the whole movie, like she's gorgeous and she knows it. Right. And a lot of times what she does is she, uh, her friends characterize her as the always wanting to hook up, mm-hmm. but I, th- she's the slut. She, she's no, seen as she's seen as the slut, but she yeah. isn't. But I, yeah, so I think she enjoys the twisting of, uh, of, of her power there and being able to just like build up and then just leave people hanging and stuff. And so she's in the hot tub and she hears someone there. And so she starts to kind of put on a little bit of a shtick and then it winds up being a bad idea because it is our killer and, you know. I, I described it the other day is it's almost like a, a headless horseman, but with a little cherub head on it because it's got those big kind of broad shoulders yeah. and that then there's no neck. There's just that awkward, like cherub head. And it's not like the mask it. doesn't move. It's oh, just, I love it. I love it too. And anyway, but I like the idea that he wanted, or the killer wanted the hot tub to be blood red first and then paid off on the thing where at the beginning of the movie, she'd rather be boiled alive or whatever she said to him than, than have a dance. So uh, tosses the drill in there and electrocutes her. I, I, it's, her it's reaction great. to that was really good. I, w- I did not know about her saying that she just didn't want to rehearse it because it was pretty natural. I wouldn't know what the hell to do in that situation either. Yeah. So her just yeah, frantic. Failing. You feel it. Exactly. Yeah. So it was, I did like her in that. That was very natural, I would say, I guess is the best. I've never been in that situation. So, but I do, I love this room, which is, it's hard to describe as a room because again, it has like a little garden or Mm -hmm. roses or something out there next to the hot tub, but it's not outside. It is inside. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So, yeah. So this room just has this garden and a hot tub and an accessible drill attachment, which obviously he brought in, he or she brought in. And so it. There's a I, lot of rich people flex in the design of this house. Yes, there is. I mean, even because uh, they were just building the sauna in the downstairs area. Oh, that's why the drill would be there because the guy was working true. on it that day. And he just could Campbell just build them too. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> And, which, there's no flaws in Valentine. There's no flaws in Valentine. That's true. And I, I will get to the next part after this. But when it come, when you just said the rich people flexing, this it, this was a great kill. I think this may even be my favorite kill of this oh, movie. The and there's a lot of sure. there's an overhead shot of like the the hot tub's gone blood red and she's floating there. It's just. It's well done, you know. It's it looks it looks cool. You've got a flare from the killer. It's, you know, your gorgeous victim laying there. It's just it's well done, and it, it's 
it's great in it, it, it she did get rede- she redeemed herself throughout this whole movie because again her friends are just like oh you're a slut or you're you know this and hook up this yet she's turned down every guy yeah that went after her the cop went after her she's like do you want to remove your hand from my leg <laughs> and then the guy that showed up the party whacks it and so she just dumps the, <laughs> the candle on him yeah. on his dick and so it, it was just she was actually a really cool character and a very strong woman mm-hmm. only to be taken out by a drill because she decided to go in a hot tub that just so happens to have a roof over it too and a garden next to it. So I did really like this kill. I really enjoyed Denise Richards in this movie and her, her eating skills when it comes to cereal was fantastic. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> all right, let's bring it home. So, but I do want to say this one thing because the rich person flex and we do, we did mm. leave some out. Why is their water heater so bad if they're so rich that what's that with the guy had to go and restart it with then there's like a box of matches on top of the water heater and oh the the water heater's out again shouldn't you have electric at this point It's a good question I mean gas is usually more efficient when it comes to heating better um, unit and it might be before um like inline water heaters. I don't know when those caught on. Like you still mm-hmm. have the whole unit thing. Uh, hypothetically, but you could have like an old wing of the house that maybe is not being as renovated at the time or something like. Because it was like creepy and weird. And for some reason, all horrible. Oh, they had like a, they had like a, yeah, like a, not what a mausoleum or whatever is their basement. Like it was yeah. huge. But... And then they had the great pool table. But so let's, we're going to bring it on home now. The killer's there. He's taking everyone out. Uh, what is it? Molly is the the bigger girl. Dorothy was the former uh, large girl. The, Dorothy. Talking about a girl whose house it was? Yes, Dorothy. Yeah. I'm bad with the names. So it's her house. She did admit that Jeremy did not attack her with the kisses and the making out. That it was actually her who... D- is the one who wanted it, but she was embarrassed when they got caught. So she ended up being this person that it's like, wow, you're a pretty terrible person. Now all your friends know she's lonely. She's mad that people are quote unquote jealous because she's having a great relationship with this guy that's trying to rip her off and is now gone, is dead now. And then went on to Van Wilder. Who's the killer? That's the question everyone's asking. Everyone's this, chasing this, this. And then all of a sudden, there's this attack at the top of the stairs, only to fall down the stairs, unmask, and it is Dorothy behind the mask. Dorothy was the killer the whole time. Eating about six bullets. Eating about six bullets, yes. The most uh, definitive killing of a a masked killer I've seen in a while. And then... You got Angel hugging his girl and they've made it. They they survived this massacre only for him to lovingly nosebleed on her. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. So, theories. Do you think it was two killers or do you think he was the killer the whole time? I was going to ask you that same question. See, when I saw, again, I have more of background of me seeing this movie when i saw this movie i thought this was a franchise movie i thought for sure valentine 2 was gonna come out mm-hmm. because they had left the opening is was it a, a joined thing 
is it him the whole time and just sort of framed her, which has happened later in life in a, a, a I won't spoil, but a series of something. And it, it's my thing is I obviously I think he is the killer. Do I think that they were killing together? No, I think he wrapped her up and basically led her in to be shot and killed and unmasked as framing her as the killer because that end fight was not much of a fight. It was just, she was just there. Now, if you, if you watch, so the two things, if you watch that shot when the killer lunges on her, she's going up the stairs. Mm -hmm. There's no like arms up lunge. It's like being thrown. It's, It's like being thrown. And I, I feel like, and I, this is another thing I'll kind of repeat, but like, it's, I think the shots put together well where it really looks like it has the physics of kind of being thrown forward. Mm-hmm. And there's so much velocity on like going into the stair fall. Like I absolutely in that spot, it looks like it was thrown. Now let me ask a question to you because okay. there was a couple things we workshopped the other night. At the beginning, when the scalpel touches the stomach that's alive. Mm-hmm. Do you think that was a masculine stomach? I did not. Yeah, there you go. So I, did, I, did, I just thought about that too. I was like, I I always thought it was weird that mm-hmm. I he was the killer in the end in my mind, but he did not have a hairy chest. He's a big guy. The Angel's a big guy. Yep. That was not his torso. So, so. I and I don't. I, I'll give Brian the majority of the credit on this, but we kind of workshopped some of the thought process here. But this is mostly kind of Brian making sure to circle to it. And as I was watching it, it did feel like, or when we unmasked, it was Dorothy. I was like, you know, there's a bit of me that buys this right now, other than the sizing of the killer. And it goes back to when she has her speech shortly before the finale, where she's talking about, you guys thought I was the fat girl. You guys didn't think I could do this. It's like, it's like she's explaining why she turned on them. And I think it could be probable because she's shown in this movie with her boyfriend that she loves very much that she doesn't know anything about that she just met a month ago and has been living in her house for two days that she's quick to fall for somebody. Mm-hmm. With how handsome our aged Jeremy is, it's quite possible that they were cahooting. Um and Jeremy never thought she was going to get away with it, but he used her for some, for some decoy action and for, you know, maybe the funding of chocolatier classes and things like that. That's but true. Maybe, maybe Dorothy's maid made them. I do feel like there was room for a sequel and I think yes. we would have seen second killer stuff. Uh, you know, kind of being worked back through. I don't think it would have been any of the other men in the movie. Um, I I just think it could have been. I I do buy into the Dorothy plan. Uh, I don't see who else it could be. Do you have a a thought of someone else you think it might be? I do. I do. I think it, if it's the two killers, I think it's both of them. And I do think for a sequel, if we're gonna go, I, I always want sequels. And I do like that he is the killer that actually went through and pulled off the Billy Loomis plan. Cause Billy Loomis's plan was to kill Stu and be the lone mm-hmm. survivor. Yeah. He and I don't it. think she ever killed. I think she did decoy work. Yes. I'm pretty I, sure. I mean, I don't know if 
maybe she knew it was going to happen. Maybe she didn't know what was going to happen, seeing as people were missing and then people. Because the Catherine Heigl's character, they didn't really talk to her that much. So they weren't really friends with her. No. So the, yeah. the kills after that, that was just sort of them coming together was she died. So they're like, oh, well, she was our friend. So we have to, you know, be sad, I guess. And then that opened up their story. One of them also pointed out, you know, for a while that they were thinking might have been Denise, you know, because Denise made sure not to eat the chocolates. To me, that's because she was enjoying her air. Mm -hmm. Uh, Denise was back at the apartment shortly after the Gary kill, stuff like that. I I don't think it was ever Denise cahooting. I I think the Dorothy play is definitely there. I think the Dorothy plays there, especially with um, knowing. She sends uh, Campbell down yes. to the pilot light. Campbell. Um, That's his name, Campbell. I loved Campbell in this too. He was yeah, he's hilarious. Pre med Dick. Pre med Dick. Um, he. So she. No, Jeremy has clearly been planning this for a long time. This is not a okay. I'm going to get my revenge on them now because they're all together. Clearly he has been seeing that there's a friendship there. They don't know who he is because he looks incredibly different than he did when he was in sixth grade. He's been planning something and his ultimate goal was to get the girl. He is the the nerd in the beginning who got the girl, the nice girl that did not turn him down. That was real. Oh, maybe next time or something like that. Like was really like, sweet. Yeah. Maybe later. Maybe. Yeah. And so he, you know, he got to go through with it and he won. He is the killer that won. It yep. very rarely happens. And that is another reason why I, in defense of, I guess, Valentine, even though I don't, I don't feel the need to defend it though. I don't hear it talked about too, too much these days. It is getting talked about more, but it, this is a, a great movie in my humble honest opinion obviously it has some of the cheesy moments um this is a great movie that follows some of the formula of scream and does some cool stuff and pulls off the crazy idea that there is two killers one of them gets away with it scot-free and it happened and not only did it happen but he did it looking handsome all the time (laughs) and wearing a hell of a cherub mask which that is going to be one of my next things is trying to find that mask. Cause I do love that mask. Actually. You know, I don't know. I never owned it. Uh, Marley Shelton in the interview, she has one sitting in the back on a, on a, on a little table. So I think it's cool. I think she has one that she likes. Mm-hmm. And she mentioned like the money from that movie helped her buy her first house, which she's still living in. So she's like, I love this movie. <laughs> uh, That's like, Betsy Palmer, who only did Friday the 13th because her car broke down after she got the interview or, or the well, casting. No, well, but this, to her credit, uh, this girl, she had taken like a horror movie class in college and she really liked the idea of being a final girl and stuff like that. And although it's not all the things she did afterwards, like she was really happy to be a part of it. So I, again, I think it's cool, the positivity around the experience. They all speak highly of the director um, and like a good experience. And I think it shows, I think there's chemistry here. It's you know, she's, again, it's right at the end in, of the um, genre. She's in Planet Terror, isn't she? Yeah. She's the nurse. Yes. Oh, she is the nurse. I was trying yeah. to picture who she would have been. And as soon as I looked at her picture again, I got it. Uh, but, yes. but, you know, not her main career. But, you know, it just, it's nice. You, you could feel the chemistry out of the movie, I feel like, a little bit anyway. But, yeah, fun movie. 
Killer Escapes. I think one of the things that would be interesting is who is this guy that Jeremy Melton, because he would have to have replaced someone to finish the get away with it. You know, it's not just his parents that had to die. Mm-hmm. All the, Everybody around this other identity of his, because it's not going to hold up if the police start investigating Pat post, you know, C, post massacre, there's going to be intense scrutiny. So I think that would be interesting to follow. What else did it take to get away with it? You know, whose identity mm-hmm. was assumed, what closed around it. I, I don't know. There's, there's other parts to it to explore. Yeah. Cause I think they were looking into talking to him and it kind of, or no, he got, he got upset that the cops talked to him. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. Is it, he got interviewed by the police and did not like it because whatever he worked up held water. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever backstory he had held, but that's what I'm saying. Like after this, when a cop's beheaded and laying in a little pond there, there's going to be, you know, more increased scrutiny. How did this? How did Dorothy do all this? You know, she's just this this little rich girl. What's what's the story there? So it, you know, it there'll be more it could bodies. Be like South Park, nothing to see here, and then they move on with their lives. They got their kill. The left hand picture, just yes. Like, oh, the killer was left handed. This. <laughs> This glove can't be left-handed. Can't be left-handed. <laughs> I did. Um, so, yes. It, it's funny because originally I was going to say let's both pick a Valentine movie, a Valentine's Day horror movie, and talk about it. And I was going to defend this one and talk about my story of going there early to an empty theater. But then you saw it, which I'm very happy. So I'm glad we got to fully do this because I do believe that more respect needs to be put on this movie mm-hmm. because it is... I understand the bad timing of its release. This was after the Scream era. Scream 3 had ended, so we were done with the Scream-type masked killers, and we had moved on to, like, Saw and all the other kind of stuff like that. So it's after its time. When did Saw come out? Twenty. Uh, I want to say 05. I'm looking oh. it up. No, it was before. I would think I was in high school for Saw. Saw 2 was 05. Saw 2 was 05. Oh four. Okay, so that, and it's like that, you had uh, the torturous kind of horror movie era was like that, Hostel was a big thing at that time, around those 2000s era, so the, the masked killer had kind of gone away, and I think this came back very well and just didn't get as, it didn't receive as much love as I kind of hoped it would have. I was so excited to see this movie, I still am excited to watch it on Sunday, so, yeah. but... Do you want me to open up the Valentine now? That we yeah, I, I already opened mine up. Oh, you already got yours? So, yes. Darcy does a Valentine's thing, I believe, every Valentine's Day. And if you sign up... Darcy the drive-in mail, mail girl. Darcy the drive-in mail girl from Joe Bob. I was going to actually wait till I was watching it. So this episode will come out on Friday, right? Or Thursday? Uh, we could do Friday. Yeah. So... Not only do we get a new episode of WandaVision, but we get a double feature from Last Drive-In on the same day. It is a blessed February 12th. It really is. It really is a St. Valentine's Day massacre. The greatest WWE pay-per-view. Oh, this is cute. You're a star Valentine with a doggy on it. Aww. And then my name and Darcy with the heart and the fake blood. That's so cute. Nice. Oh. Mine was a dinosaur. Ah, that would have been cool because my boys would have loved that. But this is cute because I love dogs too. So hmm. awesome! And if if you have if you're one of the ten people that listen, 
and you have not watched Joe Bob, I think that is easily one of the best horror things you could watch. I learned so much, even from movies that I had been watching for years. I learned so much about it just by listening to Joe Bob. And um, I will be watching, obviously. I do have to work. I'm trying to get out a little bit early so I can make it right in time for the start of the first movie. But I guess we'll just see when we get there. So, but I did see Freaky. And I enjoyed it a lot. And I know I told you and you're waiting for it to come to HBO and stuff. But that, that was a good one. Um, I am going to be bringing back my video reviews because I have the YouTube channel. So I'm going to start doing little reviews on there. Nice. And I'm going to review that just because I don't want to talk with you about it until you've seen it. Because clearly it'll be all spoilers. Um, other things I'll talk about is, I think, Come Play or something. There's some new movie that I saw at Redbox that it looks kind of creepy and scary. So I thought, I'll just watch that and do a review of that too. So some more stuff obviously coming from the Useless Knowledge podcast slash just Useless Knowledge everything at this point. So we have the Twitter, we have the Instagram, the TikTok, which always makes you giggle. And of course, the podcast, the YouTube, and we are Always helping each other out, always doing things. What are you guys doing for the Lost Remote podcast? I don't think I've heard. Uh, we watched a little movie called Valentine this week. I've never heard of that one. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> 2001, Denise Richards, uh, David Boreanaz. I love Denise Richards. Uh, but in our in ours, there's three people talking about it. So there's more yeah. chance to speak on top of each other. No, I, we'll, we'll be I releasing listened to the Basket as well. Case episode, by the way. And I, I it was very funny. I thought your explanation of... Like this is what happens. This, is a, but there's layers. I died laughing. So, if you ha- if people haven't listened to that, obviously go listen to the Lost Remote Pod, and tell them that Terra Train deserves a little more respect. <laughs> its name. But as always, anything else from you, Mister Arthur? No, I'm great. Have a happy Valentine's Day. I hope it's whatever you're looking for. Exactly. I hope we're all partying listening to joe bob doing our mutant dances and drinking our mutant drinks our love concoctions and stuff which only i can drink because the wife is pregnant still and as they said before don't drink alcohol if you're pregnant so or sushi you can't eat sushi which sucks but (laughs) yes thank you all very much we will see you in a two weeks time and i will definitely get with arthur and we'll talk about what we're going to talk about next but Always look out and always be spooky, everybody. Bye.